Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Make payroll easy with Roll by ADP, the only chat-based payroll app built for small businesses. New users get three months free when they visit getroll.com slash workparty and download the app. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real tech advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman, from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Today's guest is entrepreneurial executive, Ruth Davis. As the general manager of SBS Digital Solutions and business development for ADP, she's at the forefront of one of the leading providers in human resource, HR, software solutions, and outsource services. She has spent most of her career building, launching, and running digital businesses and is now responsible for ADP's newest flanker brand, Role by ADP. Ruth started her career as a strategy consultant and then moved into industry where she had led web channels and various lines of business at SaaS-based companies. Prior to joining ADP, she also spent five years in corporate venture development, launching startups within large corporations, including EY Tax Chat, a DTC-assisted tax prep business that's delivered through a mobile app. From venture-backed startups to Fortune 500s, this woman's breadth of experience spans a wide range of industries. She's not only a particularly savvy businesswoman, but she's a dedicated leader, team builder, and has mentored teams of 60 plus people, including product, marketing, ops, creative, and so much more. She's a highly technical business leader known for leading cross-functional teams to develop and deliver transformational results. Thankfully, Ruth is here today to share her insights with us from digital solutions and innovations for small businesses to female mentorship, tax prep, which we all can learn more about, and more. She's dishing out all of her tips, tricks, and advice on this episode of Work Party. So welcome, Ruth. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to have you. So let's jump right in. So take me back to the beginning for a moment. You've garnered decades of success building, launching, and running digital businesses. But where did it all start? What was the catalyst for your career trajectory? So I hate that you have to ask this question because it's definitely going to age me, (laughs) which is that, uh, you know, I started my consulting career during the internet bubble days 
which was, you know, a time when we were creating something that really didn't exist at all uh, before building, you know, web businesses that didn't exist or taking existing businesses like banking and bringing them online when that had never, never happened before. And so, you know, that concept of kind of creating something that didn't exist, coming up with ideas and figuring out how to make them happen was really what, what sparked, you know, the rest of my career, both in terms of digital businesses and in terms of business building. Absolutely. And don't feel bad. I always have to like preface when I give my career background, I'm like, so it was called word of mouth marketing. And then it became social media marketing. So I was around during the early days too. So no worries there. So, you know, for you, what was your educational background? Because obviously I think it's really fascinating. I know for me, I was a journalism major, but like the year I graduated, they launched a digital journalism program. So it was like, I missed the cusp. Yes. But what was yours and how has it sort of impacted your current career? So uh, probably not what you would expect. I actually got my undergraduate degree in diplomatic history, which is the history of foreign policy. I wanted to be an ambassador. That was my career ambition at the time. And I learned through internships that that really wasn't work that I enjoyed. And at the same time, I had been studying how how much foreign policy was influenced by business. So I kind of pivoted at the time and switched to focusing on international business instead of more international relations. And that's what what got me interested in, in business. And then it was during business school, again, at another internship where I kind of got a taste of consulting through the internship that I was doing and, and this concept of you know, kind of taking strategies and figuring out how to, how to make them happen. Yeah. I love that. Not all the paths are linear, but they sort of put you in the right place. So you're an expert in all things B2B business to business. And one of your main goals is solving complex business problems at the operational level. I'd love if you could give our listeners a brief overview of what ADP is, as well as their newest brand role by ADP that you've played such a big part in. Yeah, I'm happy to. So ADP, as many of your listeners probably know, is, is a huge multinational company. Um, we provide what is referred to as HRO, Human Resources Outsourcing, and we do that for companies of all sizes. I personally work in the small business division. Small businesses have been a you know, passion of mine and where I've spent most of my career is helping small businesses um, kind of build and grow. So Role by ADP is a solution that we built specifically for for the small business market, for solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, small businesses of of all shapes and sizes. And what Role by ADP does is provide, you know, a digital solution for something that, that can be really complicated and kind of intimidating, quite frankly, which is payroll, and make it into a very simple, intuitive thing that customers don't have to think about that our small business owners don't have to think about you know most small businesses that I've ever spoken to are are really passionate about what it is that they do whether it's you know their bakery or their landscaping business or you know whatever their idea is they're not passionate about managing a business and so one of the things that I really love about Roll by ADP is that we take all the thinking you know out of running payroll for a small business by making it both really intuitive and simple and and digital, but also really proactive. So instead of our small business customers having to think about that they have to go into a system and do something, 
we send push notifications, letting them know when there's something that they need to take care of and, and what it is. So we're really kind of, you know, meeting our customers where they are and doing it in a way that takes work off of their plate. I love that. Yeah. Payroll is the scariest and best thing for a business, right? Because I remember running my first company, I would cut everyone's paycheck and I would like do the calculations on like a weird spreadsheet, but oh, you're, painful. yes, very painful, very painful. And in, in retrospect, kind of embarrassing, but you know, it's funny because companies like ADP, I think for me at that time would have felt so out of reach. Like I'm not an ADP customer. I could never be an ADP customer. I'm such a tiny business, but I love that, you know, you guys are creating these products for small business owners you know, as they grow and scale and adopt, because having to reverse engineer that further when you're you know, more successful and you scale your business is a nightmare as I have experienced. So love to hear that. And so what makes ADP so different from their competitors that are out there? So there's things that I think make ADP as a company different. And then there's things that make role by ADP very different. So I'm happy to answer both. Yeah. Give me helpful. both. Okay. So you know, I think one of the things that makes ADP different, there are a lot of things, but one of the things as a company, and I haven't worked there very long, I'm, I'm coming up on three, three years, but one of the things that's been really important for me um, as an employee is how much ADP genuinely cares about our customers and their success and how everything we do, our, you know, our vernacular, our conversations every day, our priorities is all about helping our, our customers succeed. So that's one thing that I just personally have really loved about working for ADP as an employee myself, and that I think is, is pretty different. Role by ADP is a completely different way of handling payroll for small businesses because it doesn't, re, you know, doesn't require a small business owner to go onto a website, navigate a menu. It is running payroll completely through a conversation. So we often say, if you know how to text, you know how to use Roll by ADP, because all you have to do is have a, a text-based, a chat-based conversation with Roll to help you hire somebody, give somebody a raise, you know, change somebody's direct deposit information, or to run your payroll. And like I said, it is this very proactive model where instead of our small business customers having to come onto our site or into our system to do something, because it's a mobile app-based solution, we can send push notifications, letting them know when there's something to take care of. I love that. I mean, we all need reminders for sure. And <laughs> obviously we've talked about payroll being a huge piece of this, but one of the things that I feel like is the most stressful thing to do besides running your business is keep up with the shifting federal, state, and local regulations that might be affecting how you hire, how you pay, how you provide benefits to employees. So how are you working to help with that part of, you know, managing a company? So that's, you know, I think one of the, the benefits and the beauties of working with a company like ADP is that we handle all of that for our customers, right? So ADP is constantly updating our, our tax policies and our backend systems so that all of that is taken care of for you so that, that our small business customers don't even have to know <laughs> that it's happening, quite frankly. And, you know, you talked earlier about the fact that ADP can scale with you. That's entirely true. We have, you know, also higher level products and solutions on our run platform, which is also for small, small businesses. It's separate from our role platform, but on our run, run platform, we have um, solutions that include HR, 
features so that we can alert our small business customers about things that they need to know, like, you know, you've hired your fifth employee, and so your state mandates that you have to provide workers' compensation, for example, or because you work in this state and you have this many employees, you have to provide sexual harassment training is another example, right? So, um, so there's all kinds of policies and regulations above and beyond payroll that ADP can help our small business customers. Yes, I mean, I have gone through all of that and it's so much information to know about. So that is insanely helpful. So let's talk about my favorite topic, tax preparation. <laughs> um, so obviously taxes as a business owner extremely complicated, stressful time. So because you spent over five years as the VP of product and marketing for EY Tax Chat and now working on Roll by ADP, you found a way to make running payroll and filing taxes super easy. So how has Roll simplified the tax filing process? So it simplified it by handling it for our small business customers, right? So they don't have to think about it. Um, again, you know, ADP takes full responsibility for ensuring that our customers' taxes are filed correctly, um, paid and filed correctly. So with every time that a small business owner runs payroll, we're withholding the correct amounts and then submitting them to the tax authorities on their behalf. And then at the end of the year, we'll also handle annual statements that a small business owner has to provide to their employees, be they contractors or full-time employees. Um, so that the small business owner doesn't have to do what you used to do <laughs> and have a spreadsheet where you're trying to track everything and, and remember, you know, what updated, what got updated, or even, you know, as you may know, if an employee switches, you know, earns over a certain amount, then their tax rate is going to change. If they move into a different state or jurisdiction, their tax rate may change. So all of those things, you know, are, are handled by role by ADP. So our small business customers don't need to know about. That's amazing. Yes. I mean, especially now with work from home, so many employees moved out of state. So now you're dealing with an entirely new set of problems that you kind of need to make sure. So that's incredible. But when it comes to tax preparation for payroll, what are some of the most common mistakes you find that people make? And how can people listening to this episode avoid making those mistakes in the future? So that's a great question. So um, one mistake is not working with a company who's an expert and trying to do it yourself. I think there's lots of things that as a small business owner, um, you know, it, your natural inclination is to try to do it all yourself, both, both because you think that's what you're supposed to do as a small business owner. Maybe financially, you don't want to pay for, for products and solutions. You know, I think this is one area where small businesses just should not try to do it themselves and they should work with a company who's an expert and look for a company who, like ADP, will take responsibility and, and full ownership of making sure your taxes are done right. Some companies will file your taxes for you or handle payroll for you, but the responsibility, if there's a mistake in the tax filing or, or any kind of notice, is on the small business owner to handle. So I would strongly advise that our small business customers look for a company that will take responsibility for all of the tax filings and, and their accuracy. That's one, one recommendation. The other, you know, kind of mistake I think people make is not thinking about or not even knowing potentially in some cases about state and local taxes. So I think, you know, most small business owners know that they have to get a federal ID number when they open up their business and they think about the federal aspect of taxes 
a kind of understanding that there are state and local requirements. And as you so accurately pointed out, you know, there are different requirements that come into play if your employee works in one state and lives in another. And so understanding those aspects is equally important. Everybody who runs their own business knows that payroll is no party. That's why nearly two-thirds of small business owners say that payroll taxes are a moderate to significant administrative burden on their business. But Roll by ADP, the first chat-based mobile payroll app built specifically for small business owners, is here to help. With Roll, you get 24-7 live chat support and step-by-step guidance and industry-leading security and expertise. So what are you waiting for? Visit getroll.com slash work party, download the app. New users get three months free. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru, and you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. So let's talk a little bit about innovation. You know, it's really at the heart of everything you've done in your career is like, how do we make your life better through innovation? So what does innovation look like to you? And how do you take an idea from start to finish? You know, I would love to hear for our, our listeners who are like, this is amazing, but how did, how did you go from A to B? Yeah. So oh, that's a, that's a big question. I'll <laughs> do my best to answer it. Um, so, you know, innovation to me means thinking about things differently and ignoring how things have always been done and, and kind of starting with a blank slate and thinking about how you want them to be. Um, so, you know, removing all this is how it's always been done or here are the obstacles or, you know, any challenges um, that you may think of and just kind of starting with a blank state slate and imagining how you you would ideally want something to be and then working backwards. So I kind of always start from, here's the, the way I'd like it to be. If it was that way, what's the outcome that you would drive? What would be the end state? And then kind of work backwards to how you get to that outcome. You know, there is no perfect formula and there's no, you know, I've never, I have built and launched lots of products and, and businesses and I've never gotten it right the first time. I don't know anybody who has. So, you know, I think there's just an acknowledgement when, when you're being innovative that you aren't going to get it right the first time and that there's going to be a lot of pivoting and, um, and learning how to learn from your early experiences and understanding what the market is telling you and, and how to change things um, to improve. Uh, yeah, I thought you did a great job answering that question. I think it was, it was a big one, but I think I love to go into something and do things differently, you know, and I think that can be hard sometimes when you're going into a new role at a company that has like existing protocols in place, but that's really where innovation lies is in trying something new and learning from it and then going from there. So you've led teams of 60 plus people throughout your career. Have you nailed down an effective hiring strategy? Because we always hear from our audience that hiring is the hardest part of the job. So what are some of your tips and tricks? So I definitely haven't nailed down the perfect strategy, both because hiring is really, really hard. You know, everyone's right. It is. And, and I think what makes it harder is that it's always changing. What it takes to successfully hire an employee now is very different than what it took to successfully hire an employee, you know, 
five years ago or even a couple of years ago. So, you know, I don't think there is a one size fits all strategy, but for me, there's two things that, that are really, really important. And this is just for me. I don't know that this is a perfect formula for everyone, but for me, I value will over skill. I would always ideally want, want both, but if I have to make a trade-off, I look for approach and attitude over the perfect experience because I can teach people how to do things, but I can't teach somebody how to have a better attitude or to approach their, their work in, in a different way. So will over skill is one for me. And the other thing for me that, that I've learned over time has been really important is to look for people that complement me or, or to complement the team, to find people who have different points of view, different experiences, you know, different backgrounds, coming from different industries, growing up in different places, all of that kind of diversity of perspective is what enables innovation in my experience. Willover skill is such a good one. I can picture it in a quote graphic. I love it. I think that's so great. And let's talk a little bit about, you know, leadership and management. You know, what is your overall approach to managing and leading a team? Obviously, we're in this kind of interesting time of the great resignation and all these things. And it's, it's you know, a challenge to keep a team motivated and excited. And what have been some of your tips and tricks over the years? Yeah, and that's another thing that is constantly changing, right? So, you know, I think... To me, it usually boils down to communication and connection, to making sure that you're being, and especially in today's remote environment, right? Ensuring that you're over-communicating, being as transparent as you can be. I'm, I, am, I am known for being probably overly direct <laughs> as a leader but, and as a coworker, um, but that's kind of how I operate. So you know, over communicate, be really transparent with your team and build connection. You know, for me, one of the most important points about leadership is kind of understanding your team and, and what motivates them and where they're coming from and, and their stories and sharing your own story with them so that you both understand each other, you understand why somebody might approach a problem or, or a challenge in a particular way. And so that you can understand what they're trying to achieve and, and enable them to grow in the way that makes sense to them, right? Not everybody is looking for the same career path. And so you have to have those personal connections and understand more about your team members to ensure that you can both give everybody the opportunities that they're looking for and also, you know, leverage them in, in the way that's going to be strongest for both them and the team. Absolutely. And made even more challenging by remote work. I think sometimes creating that connection. Great point. I think that communication is obviously key. And I think being direct is a good thing. So let's get into mentorship. So on your way to the top, did you have a mentor that made an impact on your career? You know, I don't think that I had a single mentor, um, but at every company that I've worked, I've, I've sought out mentors. I've sought out those who I admire and want to learn from and who have skills that I don't have, who could help me grow in, in different ways. And, you know, certainly by developing those relationships, I, I have found it valuable to have more than one person who I can bounce things off of and get perspectives from around my own career moves and, and decisions. So having kind of a group of, you know, a collaborative team 
as opposed to a single mentor has been what's worked for me. Yeah. I mean, your needs and questions and things probably change over time as well. So what advice would you give, you know, the next generation of women who are maybe entering the corporate career workforce who are looking for a mentor? What advice would you give them to kind of navigate finding one within their own company? You know, I think identifying other women leaders or or leaders in general within your company who you connect with on a personal level always helps. I think just reaching out, you know, you, I think people, most people would be amazed at how receptive others will be to simply asking if you can grab a coffee or get to know them a little bit better. You know, but I, what I found is that in order to build mentorship, and to get that experience from others in the company, you have to be pretty intentional about it. It's not going to just happen. So scheduling it, making time for it, giving yourself a goal around, you know, every month I'm going to have coffee, you know, with a different person within my team or my organization, or, you know, now that I've identified this person who I really connect with and, and really enjoyed speaking with and think I have something to learn, making sure that you calendar something every three months You know, I think just being intentional about it and thinking about it goes a long way. Absolutely. I I think that's accurate and spot on. I think putting the time and effort into it and I think the results of which would be really impactful. So let's talk about your successes. So obviously success is a broad term and it means different things to different people. But how do you define success and what traits do you need to succeed today? That's that's another big hard one. Um, So... You know, as you said, everybody defines success differently. For me personally, when I think about looking back on my life, I don't think I'm going to define success by the things that I purchased or the titles that I had or um, or even sometimes what I accomplished. I think for me personally, success is about the experiences I've had. It's about who I've helped along the way, both colleagues and customers and what connections I've, I've built and what I've, I've done to kind of improve or change the world around me and the lives that, you know, what kinds of innovations have I um, created? What kinds of changes and approaches have I brokered that have allowed other people to operate differently um, as well? And how have I helped the small business customers who I serve ultimately to make their dreams reality? So to me, it's, it's, it's more about that. It's more about the experiences and, and what I've created yeah. than about specific accomplishments. I love that. The experiences and the impact. I think, I think that's really a beautiful, a beautiful way to kind of put it. So what's the next big goal for you and how will both you and ADP continue to grow? Well, that's, that's a good question. I'm not sure I know the perfect answer. I think there is still so much opportunity for ADP, um, especially in our small business division, to expand how we're offering our solutions digitally to our small, small business customers. You know, there's also um, for role specifically, lots of opportunity to expand you know, what it is that we offer beyond payroll, potentially, maybe even beyond the U.S. market. So tons of growth opportunities that I am super excited about. I think, you know, I get equally anxious and excited (laughs) about the fact that it's a little bit of an unknown right now. But, you know, I I weigh more on the excited side because there are just so many opportunities and it's really just a matter of figuring out which ones we tackle in what order. Yeah. And you'll get back to your international business roots, which is great. So there you go. All right. Let's wrap with some sentence finishers. The 
best career advice I always give is? Is to seek out new opportunities because it's in trying new things that you'll, you'll really get growth. Three traits that got me to where I am today are? Intellectual curiosity, being willing to fail and learn, and focusing on outcomes and results. The one productivity tip or work hack that has truly changed my life. For me, I think it's, it's been embracing this concept of one and done, right? That you're going to touch something once and not multiple times. And for me, that was mostly true in email. Like I would read an email and not respond to it with a one and done. Like I'm, I'm only going to touch something when I can handle it. Mm. That made a huge difference for me. I think I'm that way. <laughs> I love that. Um, the number one book or podcast I always recommend is? So I don't usually recommend business books, but I do read a ton. Um, and one of the books that was most impactful for me was Half the Sky. Do you mm-hmm. know it? No. What's it about? Um, so it was written by uh, two journalists, Nicholas Kristoff and, and his wife, whose name I think is Cheryl Wooden. And it's about each chapter is about a different injustice that was done, that is being done to women all around the world. And and the first half of each chapter kind of gives you background on this injustice and you get all fired up and and frustrated. And then the second half of each chapter is about how one person made a difference in, in solving that problem. And it is so motivating and so heartwarming. And I just... It was very impactful for me. So I love that. Adding it to my audible as we speak. Um, That's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Ruth. This was such an incredible conversation. Can you tell everyone where they can check out more about ADP as well? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to our Roll by ADP website and um, learn more about how Roll can help your small business. Awesome. Thanks, Ruth. Make payroll easy with Roll by ADP, the only chat-based payroll app built for small businesses. New users get three months free when they visit getroll.com slash workparty and download the app. Terms and conditions apply. For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party. 